To celebrate the 50th anniversary of the PWC All-Stars, we asked three pundits to get together and pick their best 15 of the last 50 years. The only qualifier was that they had to have won an All-Star since 1971. So, Anthony Daly, Anthony Nash and Liam Sheedy were the selection committee for a hurling panel. Here's how they got on. I suppose we, we started off a goal, so lads. Um, geez, this, this is nearly impossible. I suppose the big thing for me is I was only thinking about it uh, driving there this evening um, that how much it has changed mm. and you know I've gone for Noel Skihan as my number one seven All-Stars nine All-Irelands um, uh, my memory of him in the 70s Claire would have uh, played him in three league finals in a row and what a shot stopper and that but like so much different type of goalie than even yourself and, and the two now who are probably the head of the game I suppose would be Morph and Nicky, I suppose you'd think, you know, in line for this year's. So it's just the position has changed so much in terms of puck outs now being absolutely. I mean, I, I'm in awe of the goalkeepers now, how, how accurate they are and how, how brilliant they can land the balls. And so I, w- I went for skiing anyway. That's, that was my toppings. But sure, look, and I could list them out up along Jerry uh, Cunningham, right up. Um, to, to, to the lads as I mentioned the two boys before and, and including yourself Anton you know the Cummins's the, the Fitzgeralds the Fitzhenry's the, all the greats um, so but I, I went for Noel Skihan for my number one yeah I, I would I would echo that view Dano um, we'll agree on one position anyway <laughs> that's a good start <laughs> but um, yeah look I, I was my, my aunt married a, a man from Wexford so I was lucky I was taken to Leinster finals in Crow Park um, many years where there were just fantastic games between Wexford and Kilkenny but like you know Noel Skeen I think the traits you needed as a goalie that time was your close control had to be really really good because the full forward line were only meant to drive you into the back of the net like that was the times and the plays that you that you went on um, and he had a savage first touch he was very very brave um, and you know as you said he had the skills that was required at the time you, you know you didn't have to you, that time you drove it as far as you could but I thought he was he was a uh, he was an excellent shot stopper, really good touch and a very, very accomplished goalie. And as you said, the game has changed. And in fairness, you know, Don Logue probably had a lot to do in terms of changing how the game is, you know, in terms of that distribution of the ball and, you know, the way he changed as well. The, 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 you know, the, the Galway and All-Ireland, when they went long, when everybody probably, they were, Galway were probably setting up to go short and, and they changed. And I think it made a big difference in that final as well. They got him across the line. So, you know, I think the game has changed. And, you know, Brendan probably played through both of them where he was, long as far as he could in the in the late 90s to where he was trying to you know by the time we got him in 2010 he was trying to find that that gap outside him uh, especially again Watford in 2010 the semi-final so I think we've been it's a it's an incredible lineup but to me you no know, skiing uh, just about gets over the line and he was the one I picked too so I believe it's a real goalie now to tell us what, who we should have picked yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no in fairness look it, it, it won't happen a lot but I'd agree with you in this one um Look, I can't say I saw a lot of him playing. I saw clips. Like when I was growing up, you kind of would have looked at goalkeepers and stuff like that. But the one thing for me, if you look across this team um, and 50 years, I believe any of these players that would have played in those eras, you're talking about his touch at the time, his shot stopping, his bravery. I'm sure if he was lining out now in 2021, he would still be the best goalkeeper in 2021. You know what I mean? The ones that kind of stood out for me, look, like all of those goalkeepers I would have idolised and looked at. I got the train with Don Logue. It was actually tough for me. I'd put Don Logue next um, because of what he's done in hurling the bravery he had to take on a puck out and you know the very little few times that he missed one he'd go for the same one after um, a lot of these players I think if you're sitting back here in 10 or 15 years time you might change it 
I think currently Owen Murphy, as you said, and Nicky Quaid, they look like, Jesus, like Murphy pulls off saves there. That, mm. You know, like I would have played against him, like, you know, I would have played against both of them. Um, and I think that at the moment, I think just Murphy, the things he does, like even against Cork this year in the, in the other semi-finals were frightening. Like the save he made from Jack O'Connor going in was just absolutely off the charts. And to then, like, like I could sit here and talk about each one of these goalies and put up a point for all of them. Um, they're all absolutely... You know, top class, they're shot stopping, their bravery. Brendan Cummins pulling off four point blank saves against Kilkenny on a day. You know, you could go along and, I, you know, I'd be drooling watching them myself. But um, I was saying there before the show, like, you know, we, we kind of, I text Dale to put me in and I text me to put him in and he didn't do it. Like, so you could be guaranteed that Dale won't be in the half back line in the mighty end. But, um, but yeah, no, in fairness, it, look, it was a, an absolute um, head wreck and it just set up the, the tone for this because the players are so good. But I think any man that has seven All Stars and nine All Irelands, mother of God, as a goalkeeper, like you know, it has to be acknowledging this. And for me, I'd agree with the two boys. Go on, uh, go on with your full back lines there. So we'll see. We'll come up with some bit of consensus. Um, do you I want suppose... me to name two, three, and four, or do you want me to yeah. name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, give your two, three, four. I think that, that's yeah. the best way to go. Okay. Yeah. Look at um, at two. I pick JJ. Uh, JJ Delaney. Nine All-Ireland, seven All-Stars. Um, I think his versatility was massive, but I think his ability to pluck the ball out of the sky with Hurley's flying around him was... I, I just seen him catch so many balls. Uh, incredible. And I think to go back in and when Noel Hickey finished up the role he played in Kilkenny's dominance, um, you know, that hook and Seamus Callum from full-back in, in 14 was, was an incredible piece of skill. Um, I tell you, he was a serious warrior. You'd want him on your team all the time. So I went for JJ because I have a fairly packed half back line. So I, I, I put him back in in the corner. For fullback, I went for Brian Lohan. Um, you know, I think when I leave in the Gaelic Browns in 93 and tip after giving Claire a fair pace, and, and I think Brian was playing cornerback that day, Dalo, I couldn't have envisaged the journey he would have went on afterwards. I know he was only 19 or whatever, but I just think the way he, he was, he was just a ferocious animal on the edge of the square. Uh, I think he set the tone for Claire. You know, he, he had a lot of good players around him, um, as Dalo probably smiled when I when I say that. But he, he certainly had a lot of good defenders outside him. But uh, to me, he was the man that set the tone for that clear team. Um, and I think he, the way he attacked the ball, I think he, he, he you know, no different, no more than Don Lowe changing maybe in the goal, goalkeeper. I think Brian Lowe really was a, an outstanding hurling fullback and and set up attack after attack. And, you know, I, I think we've been blessed with some savage number threes and Pat Artigan has five All-Stars in a row, but to me, Lohan stands um, head and shoulders above above the rest of them in, in, in my view. And finally, I went for Brian Corkin, Anthony, a good Corkman. Um, again, I think, um, you know, I think this guy, um, what he'd done originally, I think I seen him as a minor and the way he could read the game, the way he could move, the way he could cover ground. He always seemed to be in the right place at the right time. You know, very, very incredible striker. But he's reading of the game. And like when he finished in 2001 and came back in 2004, up in the full forward line, I think that forward line needed leadership. And by God, he gave it to them in spades. And I think he was instrumental in winning in winning the um, the back-to-back uh, titles in, in 2000 and um, in, in those years. So I think he was he was the one that that for me uh, completed the full back line because again I know he didn't play there, but he was an outstanding defender that I, I couldn't simply leave out of the of the six backs when I picking him. So to start the ball rolling, there my three: JJ, Brian Lohan, and Brian Corcoran. So whoever wants can take it on after that. One it. Go on, I'll go. Like I see, I'm in the company of two successful managers. Like so, I think I'm going to be the, the little the whipping boy here. I'm going to be told to sit back in the corner. But, so I actually had to look at my phone because I picked three teams and a few fitness tests and everything, and only these three lads made it for me. But I'll just put it say that Brian Corcoran appears in my team somewhere. So I would have agreed with Liam with JJ Delaney. I think I agree that 
the thing about JJ, I'd say if you put him anywhere on the field, I'll let Tommy Walsh, Jesus, the man was just an absolute joy to watch. Um, you know, quite a hurler. Like, you know, you talk about defenders, you talk about fellas that might be just good, solid defenders. This man could hurl. He had every skill in the game. Aerially, on the ground, he's marking every style of player. So, just to keep it short and sweet, I go there. Um, I actually went to Pat Hartigan. So, growing up in Limerick, I suppose, with my family and, and being a Liberties man, I kind of would have, you know, heard a lot about it, watch him and, you know, clips of him and stuff and been showing them as well. And, like, to have five in a row... Um, at full back was just an absolute immense achievement. Um, it would have been a tough one for me being Brian Lowen as well. I just don't like Claire because of 95 and 97 when my two uncles were playing and 2013 when I was playing. There's just a, that, that jersey just doesn't appeal to me at all. So I tried <laughs> to minimize their influence in the feckin' team. Yeah, you won't hear much. Uh... <laughs> so um, they're, that's, they're, they're the three years that I'd like to forget of it. But, um, but yeah, listen, Brian Lowen was, oh, Jesus Christ. Like I would have seen, obviously... Seeing him play, like, not obviously seeing Pat Hartigan live, but Jesus, like, what a man, what an absolute animal. And, like, he was a very, he was honest to God, 51 49 for me in that one. Like, um, and the last one for me is a little bit out there, I presume, you know, but I went with Sean Finn. This Limerick team at the moment are just going from strength to strength, and I just see him potentially as one of the best defenders I've ever seen. Um, he has marked every kind of player. Standing up in the stands this year, watching him play and last year as well. Like he has just re- reads the game. He's so intelligent. Um, I think he's a defender's defender. He's just selfless. He is an absolute bull of a man. He is so intelligent. He gets the touch in when the ball is just about to arrive. When you think he's burned for pace, he gets back, he cuts it off. I think he's going to end up, he could potentially end up with five, six, seven. I know he's got three or four in a row already nominated again for Hurler of the Year this year, you know, from cornerback, which I'm delighted to see because he deserves every bit of it. So um, I just felt I had to put him in there. And I think if we have this conversation in five years' time, we could have a lot more Limerick players to up grabs in this one, you know. Um, yeah. but I, just think, I just think for me, he's just playing so well at the moment that if he continues to do what he's doing, I think this guy could become one of the greats, if not the greatest, to play in that position. So for me, it was JJ, Pat Hartigan and Sean Finn. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree, Antoine, but I'm more inclined to agree with Liam on this line, I'm afraid. Um, but I, I do think there's a danger that we forget how great this Limerick team is already yeah. with the three All-Irelands out of four years and, and maybe some of the lads from 71, 72, 73 as well could be kind of, you know, there'd be a chunk in the middle. But for me, Delaney has to be in any defence, obviously. I would say he would play cornerback, no bother for you. Obviously, was probably the best seven I saw, I would think. Mm. Um, I have Brian Corker in the other corner. I thought he started off there as young hurler of the year there. Um, superb defender was a great full forward as well. And I I just to keep it the way I have it like, and I I thought there was no bigger influence on Clare coming to the fore uh, and being big contenders in the nineties for that period. But but for me with Brian Lohan, um, to be able to be still cleaning out Brian Corker in two thousand and five. All-Ireland semi-final and when Liam mentions 1993 you know starting off there mm. the longevity of him and, and went on played a great game again in the 06 semi-final you know I happened to be a manager of those teams and to see his levels and he like, he drove Clare for, for so so long I think along with Shawnee and I have I didn't pick Shawnee um, but I, I'm, I'm agreeing with Liam four positions out of four already I can't believe this Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I would go for the other the, your three um, as you have them I, I think I, I agree with you Ant, like 
I mean, sure, Hart again, I just about saw him. Sully was a great fullback, God, like yeah. The Rock, uh, and, and like Queen, agree with you. I'm Jackie Turl, yeah. you know, yeah. Mick Kavanagh, you know, so many greats, like. Um, and I think Finn, I, I absolutely think Finn is on the way to being one of the, I mean, the calmness, the, the coolness of him. He seems like a fellow that it doesn't really trouble him too much and these big days, and yet he can deliver the way he is delivered for, for Limerick. So, yeah, there is a little danger, I think, you know, maybe doubt the field as well that, you know, Keane Lynch should be in, in, the, in yeah. the big time in the conversation. But like they're the two for pop- me, they're the two for me, Dale, that I would have picked so far that would have had an influence in the game. Like that, yeah. Sean Finn and Keane Lynch, and I don't want to Keane Lynch either. And I think it's unfair that it's just the way the I, year has happened. I think, as I said, if we had this, if we had this in a couple of years' oh, time, there no would doubt. be a right. Limerick players deciding that you know. Um, yeah, and look, no look I ha- so before I changed my team, I had your fullback then. You know what okay. I mean? But then I sat back and I had a look at it and I said, Jesus Christ! Like, like Sean Finn has to get in. You know, I just think that he's he's saying, but I've absolutely no issue with going with your fullback then, as I said, because. I had it. That was actually my first team on paper. Like, you know, I had, uh, you know, Pat Hartigan was just getting in instead of low and in. And it was just, but like, we could sit here for the next three, as you said there earlier, Dale, we could sit here for days and have conversations yeah. about each one of these players. But like, that's why I put in Sean. I just think in a few years' time, I think he's going to have more odd stars than any defender, you know, up there. Yeah, I think, um, I think the point, I think the point you made is that if he continues, and I, I think all three of us are in violent agreement that he will continue. Yeah. Uh, as well, I, you're trying to pitch a fella that has four years in against players that have 10, 15 years. You know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to map them, but I, I would say you're right. And it won't be just Sean Finn and Keane Lynch. You know, this Limerick team, I'd say, are, you know, they're, they're just raising the bar to new height um, and have no intention of stopping by, 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 by looking in, looking in from the outside on them. So I think, I think it's just a timing thing for someone like Sean Finn. And I, again, I did, Keane Lynch didn't make my team either for similar, but you know, if you're picking a team for the last 10 years, the last five years, they'd be, they'd be all over it, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. But it's just that they're they're probably in their early stages of what looks like being a really really fruitful career. Yeah, yeah. I, I was even down lads down the pub. One of my regulars there Monday. He likes now beer of Monday, so I open early on a Monday. But make sure I said like you're telling me you're picking this team and no fan Larkin inside this. So that'll yeah. that'll tell you about generations, you know. And I I was only googling then fan stuff like I remember him well, sir. From yeah, uh, going to those matches in the seventies, been brought along. Luckily, and we've all alluded to that. It was been brought along to those games. We, We've seen so many of these guys, but sure, look, that's it's impossible. So, yeah. I don't know. What we are we agreed on the, the, our trees? Is that the way we're doing this? I think I, I think I'm outnumbered. I think this is going to be a kind of a turn for this thing. I just sit down. As I said, I'm the only non-manager here. Like unless you consider B hurling in schools counting. Like, but I think I leave it to the two successful managers. But I just have to put my argument up for Pat Hart. Pat Hart to get five in a row. I thought yeah. was, you know, like at the time was Jesus incredible. incredible. And for sure, we didn't, we listen. didn't, we didn't even mention Dahi Borkite. He won four in a row. Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, so, yeah. there you go. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and even Kevin King. I mean, we have been blessed. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. And yeah. fullbacks, um, but it's hard to look. You know, look as you said, I power to him was, was the closest of, and you know, and Jackie Turl is someone I had huge admiration for. Yeah. Just thought he really set the tone again for that Kilkenny team in in, in the corner. And I forget his point in the 2009 All Ireland final when he's looking for air. But um, yeah, look, a lot of good players. But I, I think maybe this time, Anthony, you might give us a throw, but he'd probably, he'd probably yeah. get it back before we get to the corner forward. I don't think so. I don't think so. But I'm enjoying the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you will. Oh, you will. You will. <laughs> Go on, we move out, will we? Yeah. Yeah.
Go on, go on then. Throw your, throw your half back line. So but we'll see, this see is where been. this is where I kind of made up for for Brian Cork in the full back line. I actually named him as uh, number six for for unfortunately for Liam's Liam's man's demise. Like I know Paddy Maher. Listen, I played against Paddy Maher plenty of times. I know how good Paddy Maher is. Unfortunately, I've been at the receiving end of him. He's paw too many times for my puckouts and receiving end of my manager's tongue in because of it. But uh, he's a sensational player. But like the thing about Brian Corcoran for me, like was that I joined the panel in, in 2006, um, and Brian, I suppose emotionally in a way, he was the first guy to shake my hand to welcome me to the panel. What an absolute gent! But what he did a full forward for that team, what he did at cornerback originally, and what he did centre back then in '99. And remember how many years he missed out in the meantime. Then that how many more all stars would he have had if he'd have continued on to play? So I was thinking, like, your centre-back, your leader, your man that's going to absolutely drive on a team, I just went with Brian Corcoran at centre-back. I just thought he was just, I just think he's one of the most natural horrors I've ever seen watching growing up. And the thing I wanted to get in there, you're being talked about being dragged down to see Fan Larkin play. I was dragged down to see Daly play. Like, so that's my age compared to him, no, lads, before I get that in. I'm the wing then. Well, the look at this, obviously. It, go on. No, go on. Go on. Are we agreed on the two wingmen? I'd say we nearly are, are we? The yeah, thing about Tommy, actually, yeah, yeah. Tom, like Tommy could have made this team anywhere. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ, he's you know absolutely awesome. And, and look, there's no, there's no point in speaking about the other man, how good a hurler he was. Yeah, but look, t- Tommy Walsh and Brian Whelan, I'd say, are on yeah. all of yeah. the teams, are they? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Look, I, I put Brian over to seven, like, but um, yeah, I, yeah, I just think Whelan, Whelan, obviously, we're going up full forward in '98, could play anywhere as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's such a, it's such a, a trait of all these guys, isn't it? Oh, you don't know, Brian Corker and. Like JJ, you know, and Lohan, right, probably was a stand a go, a center full back, and that was it. Maybe, maybe he disagreed with me, but yeah, we're agreed on, we're all agreed on the two wing backs, so yeah, yeah. there'll be yeah. Tommy Walsh and Brian Wheeland. So yeah, we're, we're making a bit of progress. Let's, I, w- I went for Kieran Carey at center back. I, I just think if it's the best team, like JJ with Brian Carker, I, I, for me in the 50 years, Carey. You know, it's just a huge. I mean, to, to not win in All Ireland was a travesty in one way. He was that good, and they were very, very unlucky, as as you said, into it. You know, at ninety four, ninety six, especially. And I just thought he was the man on that team, and he again would have marked him in County Under Twenty One as as um, centre forward. He could play anywhere. He could play midfield. He could play wing forward. Uh, but what a player for me! And he was the guy I I plumped for uh, at six. Yeah, and look, I went, yep. I went for a look at him. Probably, you know, there is an element probably of my gone there, lads. of heart and head in this one. But like Paulie Maher for me um, has had an incredible innings with Tip. I suppose I got my hands on him as a as a as a young lad, as a minor in two thousand and in two thousand and six when he was given the job of going in Mark and Joe Kenning. Uh, when he was actually a year, he was he had another year left underneath him. Joe was Joe was going for either three or four in a row minor all Ireland's. Um, body went in and done an incredible job with him on the edge of the square, and we we won the match. And obviously that 2006 all Ireland win was was a big cat- catalyst for what them boys went on to achieve afterwards. And and in 2009 we played a, a league final in in um, Torles against Kilkenny. They'd beaten us. Cricket scored down in Ola Park about three or four weeks earlier, and Paddy was stepped in centre back on Henry. Um, and you know, not, not you know, for the first time ever, I think gave Henry his most uncomfortable um, period in a long time. Um, and he was only a young lad of twenty years of age, snapping ball out of the sky. You know, went in and you know played full back in the All Ireland final in '09. Uh, incredible job. Went out to the wing in in ten after after um, 
the the the, the Cork boys had given him a, a thorough time in the edge of the square, but went to seven and and really was incredible in that All Ireland final. And you know, I, I just think like he, I think he's been on the pitch. He's never off the pitch, really. You know, he, I think he's 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 himself and Joe had a clash up in up in Crow Park with the with the Shan stands shaking, and he's just a warrior. And he, like he's still doing it with his club again last Sunday. Um, and even, final again. Yeah, and back in another county final, and like he just bossed the edge of the square. And even watching him, watching him last year, you know, he was on Seamus Flanagan, and he was on a really good player. Uh, and I thought the way Paddy played in the day, like he had he had a catch there in the second half that to me was just outstanding. So look, you know. I love Sean. I hate saying this is as, as again referring back to '95 and '97, but I love watching Shawnee McMahon play. I thought just such a, a fantastic hurler, you know, um, beautiful stylist. Like I thought, his free taking in as well was absolutely exceptional, you know. And he just he looked class with the Cooper helmet and everything was going for him. Like you know, he's just a beautiful, beautiful hurler. Like so, um, look, Liam, as you said earlier, my six before Brian Corcoran was Paddy Maher. Um, I think look. As you said, look, I wouldn't have might have seen him that much at six. I like you. I think it'd be hard to pick a six without him. Um, uh, six backs without him. Again, uh, if I was to pick him, you know, you, like you could put these players anywhere, and that's what we're saying. But mm. if you were going, mm. if I was going for anyone outside of Brian Corker, number six, I had to fair is fair. And I loved Kieran Carey growing up, lads. Jesus, like that was the team I supported. I was growing up in a Brian Corker, and I was I was watching Limerick and Kieran Carey in that point. Soloing down the field, and yeah. as you referred to Jackie Tyrrell there the last a minute ago, there Dale with his tongue hanging out, or and next to Kieran without the catch, like an over the bar, and Jesus, like immense, you know. And I was one of the kids inside the stand, jumping and lepping like a clown, like you know. But mm. again, look, I had for fairness, I had party in, I had party in, and at the very last second, I took him out for for um for for Brian. So I look to be fair. Yeah, well, I I. I, I would I would if I had to pick an out and out six says it'd be Shawnee for me, but I just yeah. with with the way we're including lads, yeah. I thought Carey would have to be in there. So he did play a lot of his best hurling at six, so that's why I went for him. Party, savage admiration for Party, like just gas man as well as everything else. Had him with the old railway cup there and good yeah. character, like uh, good guy. You know he's top guy around the place and yeah, brilliant hurler, like, like a magnet for high ball and look. If that's the way we're going to go with it, I will go with you on if two if votes. The best, if we're picking the best six over, we're going for Shawnee McMahon. And if we're just picking the defenders for position as party matter, is that basically the yeah. agreement? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. And I, I like I'd still nearly be I would be I'd be tempted to make a switch then for Kerry at midfield. But anyway, go on. Well, yeah, we can come we, we can come to that. But, yeah. but yeah. I think I think if if we um if we, if we agree then that we give party and, and maybe that opens up an opportunity in the middle of the field. Okay, so there the, there the goalie in the back says, going well, going well. <laughs> and there'll be a few forwards, nearly have to be automatics. <laughs> so, yes, there will. There will. There'll still be fun, there'll still be fun. Uh, the field, lads, are we kind of, like John Fenton was a, a definite for me, kind of captured my imagination growing up and got the great pleasure of being on the field just a few minutes in a, in a Munster club game with Middleton and Clarecastle. Um and just to say you played on the field as he might for me was just um, you know an icon and the goal the goal still go down as the greatest maybe Jimmy Barry's would be an argument to flick mm. one from and that yeah. was a ball in from Finton as well so yeah uh, yeah I, for me I had John, I had John Finton as that's that's a definite for me at midfield 
Well, I, I, I'll back that up because we'll, we'll keep the Cork to have his own view in and because <laughs> we are talking about a Cork player here, so we probably won't get much resistance, Dale, I reckon. <laughs> we go to Anthony. But yeah, five consecutive All-Stars from 83 to 87. Um, I was in Turles that day in 87 uh, for that goal. I'll never forget it. Um, it was a flick. The way, the way he flicked the ball ahead and he just met it as sweet as not. He was actually on one leg. Every ounce of power went into the ball and it was actually, I was watching the program, uh, Jimmy Barry Murphy was speaking about it and he was saying about Dennis Cork, uh, Dennis Conroy, the Cork chairman. He was walking across the field and he met this irate supporter to say that he, was, he wasn't happy with his tickets, that he was so far away from the action, he never got to see, he never got to see um, John Fenton's goal and Dennis Conroy replied, well, he said, don't worry about it, he said, because Tommy Quaid didn't see it either. That tells you all you need to know because he was some keeper. But um, yeah, he he get my vote as well. Um, just his free taking, everything, you know, outstanding midfielder. So Anthony, have you anything that you want yeah, to question? No, no, no not, not a bit, not a bit. I would agree as well. I think that goal you kind of summed it up there, Liam, by mentioning like to who he scored a past. You know, put the past Tommy Quaid, like, Jesus Christ, he was another goalie that I would have idolised growing up as well. Like, um, I just think he's striking, as you mentioned there, like, not only the goal, the ball in for Jimmy's, and his wrists were just magical, like, you know, um, beautiful hurler, middle of the field, kind of, you know, I kind of looked at the midfielder like him, Tommy Dunn, you know, even like the kind of the wristy hurler, the beautiful striker, you know, mm-hmm. fantastic player. Um, you know, and for me, it, it, was, it was, he was the, he was, he was an obvious choice for me as well, yeah. So no argument from this side. So way back, a club mate of mine he used to be my teacher, John Henley, and he was he was the county chairman, so he'd vote, and he was late for the Clare team being picked in the late sixties. And the great Tom Mack, he's still alive in Crusheen. He was a great, and um, he said, um, Henley said, "Well, I'd look at it, have a look at it." No, Henley, you were late. He said, "So we picked it." So take it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd agree with it all. He says, "Bar one." And the great Tom said, "Hadn't our Lord Himself only to pick twelve? And he made a bollocks of it <laughs> with one of them. So, 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 so yeah. So, we, yeah, we only get one or two. We don't agree with. We'll be all right. Yeah. Who'd you go with with John Fenton, lads? Well, I went. I went with a bit of a. What are the suggestions for midfield with John? Yeah, I went. I went with a bit of a bolter. Someone that I had massive admiration for when I when I watched him growing up. Frank Cummins, uh, Kenny, um, one of the hardiest men I've ever seen to play in the middle of the park. Um, my abiding memory as Frank gets the ball, pulls it out of the sky, and just bodies just seem to fly everywhere off him. He was just, he was just a, a, to me, he'd be a, a, a great compliment to John Fenton, one one really hardy man and one pure stick man. Um, you know, I suppose look, he he um, he played from '66 to '85, so he had he had some innings, um, and he also, you know, he won eight All Irelands and four All Stars, but also he went to to Cork. He actually played his club hurling for a finish in Black Rock. Anthony and I think he won yeah, three sure. All Ireland. He won he won three All Ireland titles with them. Um, so look, I think he was he was massive. I thought he was he was gold standard in the middle of the field. Um, he is he is probably of the of the earlier era. But as I said, my abiding memory is him catching the ball and he could catch a ball. And I think playing midfield to give that length of career, I thought was um, was exceptional. He was he was a top class hurler. So yeah, I just probably was trying to compliment one hardy boy with one really class sticks man. So that I went with I went with Frank Cummins. Galway being okay, Galway being you know our neighbours here, and we didn't really think we'd get success. We, we always had a grow maybe for the Galway boys, and they were in Connacht as well, so we didn't really get to meet them and to get beaten by them as often as we were by the other Munster counties. So for me, there was just three great Galway men in, in the reckoning for this three JCs, and yeah. I did I didn't go for Joe Cooney, and I went for the other two and John Connolly for me. 
was someone I idolised growing up, you know, as being a kind of a semi-Galway supporter when the Clare lads would be gone. And then, and, and like, you know, he eventually got his All-Ireland, obviously, um, in 80. But, you know, I probably was past his best nearly by the time he got it. But for me, he was mm. ultimate. I think very similar to your argument, Liam, you know, and that came from way back in the 60s. And yes, the longevity and, and would be a great file for Fenton as well. Yeah. Now, I, I would also consider the Kerry angle on this though you know that's yeah you know it does not look loads I mean off your team geez Brendan and the likes you know yeah. uh, Sue Mick Finley you know fellas like that I um, you know even our own couple Baker and Lynch like he's you know a mighty man and loads more like I'm leaving out yeah. loads of great lads you know so I just thought John Connolly for me was somebody I I, I don't know I, I would have him on nearly any year a team and as maybe the the best ever Galway man for me and probably didn't get, you know, because of the later teams being getting more adulation and obviously Kenning being so special. But that's the way yeah. I went on it. Yeah, I kind of, maybe it's just a generational thing for me, but I actually went to Michael Finley. Um, I actually went to college with him, played with him, Fiskibbon hurling and stuff. And I just talked to like his partnerships throughout Kilkenny. He was always the one fella that was the consistent, like was, you know, that was the guy that you would dance the field. Big, strong, rangy hurler, well able to mix it, but like what a lovely stick man as well. Like, you know, for a guy of his size, ended up centre back for Ballyhale Shamrocks as well. I just think like that, you know, I thought he just made it. obviously Shefflin and the lads would have done the job. She's Mike in the middle of the field was just absolutely phenomenal for me. Um again, maybe it was just having togged out with him and played with him and you know, gotten to know him. I just think he's an absolute uh colossal of a man. And like I know playing against him when I, Going out to the field, like you know, you're kind of looking to see where he was for your puckles because if you dropped one short, he was not sure where he was being plucked, you know, and, and beaten back up to you. Like, so I kind of went to that. I thought, like Liam was saying, I thought one big, strong, you know, while able to hurl as well, man in the middle of the field with John Fenton was the reason that I kind of I went for that as well. And the fact that I suppose I said I was lucky enough, like Liam was mentioning earlier, having lads in the dressing room and stuff, and no kind of a guy I saw him from freshers hurling all the way up. And I remember Frank, Frank Flannery was actually coaching us. And, in, uh, in the fresher team and he turned around to me one day and he goes this fella is going to be some hurler and how right he was you know and he was just from those early days you could see it like and he filled out so for me look it's again like even uh, all positions open for debate here on care as I said earlier Dale I was growing up you know um, I just thought what he did for Limerick in midfield and, and at centre back as well but that's why look I just went to it with Fennel I just thought he was just awesome I thought he was a guy that you had 14 other all-stars around him whatever like all the time but I just thought consistently and Carrying injuries towards the end of his career, he still bring huge performances. Like, you know, for the club and county. Yeah, I will say on that end, I think he was the best I managed against in midfield. Mm. You know, uh, Jesus, he was he, he when I was with the Dubs there with Kenny. He was just uh, and he was only breaking on when I was starting, but he went on then the six years I was with Dublin. Jesus, he was better and better. He was getting like you know, he was he was an awful hard one to break down. It's 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 a hard one to call, isn't it? It is, yeah, it is, because as you said, you've Kieran Carey coming into the mix, you have, you know, we, uh, we've mentioned Frank Cummins, we've mentioned John Connolly, we've mentioned Michael Finley, and I, like you, Dato, I, do, I had Joe Cooney in and then I had him out, um, and I, I found it really hard to leave off Joe Cooney off the team, so if, if I was bringing one up from the other end to bring in with Kieran Carey, it's probably Joe Cooney I'd be bringing in, but look at, as I said, someone has to, someone has to get the, to get the nod, so... Um, and I, like you, Liam, was Frank. It was it was Cummins for me. Then that was the one that I had just. It was between Fenley and Cummins for me. Like and even the connection with the Black Rock thing. And 
all that as well. Like I just thought he was the one guy as well. So if you're kind of throwing all the, the extra bodies into the middle of the field, oh, like that was the one. So it was between Fenley and him for me with Fenton. But as I said, yeah. I'm open for any, any debate there. Yeah, I, look, I was a huge admirer of Frank Cummins. Jeannie, my brother Michael, my eldest brother, he, he ad- idolised him, you know, and the clashes with the likes of the Joachim Kellys and, uh, and uh, you know, uh, who from Galway, Steve Mann. God, mm. the, the, the clashes with those guys were just incredible. I, yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't have a major, you know, I wouldn't have a major point. I, I, th- I thought Carey would have to be there, both uh, Frank Cummins, John Fenton, as good as you'll get. As good as you'll get. Well, you call it, you, you call it, but he's like, you know, I probably made the case for Parlick, so whatever whatever one you feel is appropriate to get the nod for the, for the middle of the park, I think there's, they're all reputable candidates. Mm. A goal Cummins, especially, and to you, I know your point with, your point with Finno, definitely, you know, but I think you also wouldn't have said you were very near Frank Cummins. No, that's it. And that was it for me. Like, I would have seen a lot more of Finno. I would have played with him, played against him. Uh, the experience of having him on the field would have been the kind of a fear factor for me against him and stuff like that. You're able, probably better to credit cross-generationally with the, you know, and have, have a better look at the two of them. You've coached against Fenley, you've watched Frank Cummins and stuff like that, but I'd have no qualms whatsoever, like, but... Um, I just wanted to put the put the case like yeah. again. We're going back to it again, lads. Jesus Christ, we could put the case for everything. Yeah, list. You know what I mean? yeah, no, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm happy enough to go with that with you, lads. Yeah, it's just as you said, uh, daily. We let our daily. We'll have to get Kieran into corner for the full far or some stage or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> we're run, running out now, and we're <laughs> running out. <laughs> you're, you're going to have some job getting him into the half hour line. I'll tell you that. Well, come here. I tell you, hey, we a lot of teams don't play a tournament fielder with the corner far coming out there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he, he'd, be, he'd be good. Man for it, <laughs> be good man for it. You know, yeah. yeah, that's for sure. Okay, right, we, we, we go with that. Frank Cummins and, yeah. and John Fenton. So, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Okay, with a half hour line, I'll throw it open there. Sure, like for me, this was probably the easiest line I found. Um, and maybe now it's probably the one we could end up fighting over. But to me, Joe Canning, Henry Shefton, and TJ Reid, um, I think they speak for themselves and what they've done in, in the game over the last. You know, ten years with with uh, Henry and or J, TJ and, and Joe, and obviously Henry. You know, when he was when he was at his peak, um, I just you know three guys that were you know I, as I said, I found it really hard to leave out someone like like um, uh, Joe Cooney, but like I couldn't, I just couldn't look beyond those three guys. Uh, I had Joe Henning at ten, Henry at eleven, and TJ at twelve. Yeah, um, big big shout for me. Liam. I'm not going to disagree with you. I think I'm on, yeah, on okay, the same right. wavelength. Uh, yeah, like you could have, but if I didn't have him centre back or midfield, I'd be kind of saying, "Look, I would go with the three. A big shot, Joe Cooney as well, a huge one. Jesus, yeah. how good was he? Ken McGrath could be in the argument for up there as well. Superb, James O'Connor would have said, you know, top top class. Um, likes of a Ben O'Connor, you know, super yeah. super player. You know, yeah. um, do you know, so so many we could we could have, but uh, I I think those three just have to be there. I I. I I probably disagree with you on the inside line a bit, but I think those three have to be there. Yeah, the only difference I had at one stage is I had Joe Canning inside for a while, um, where I hated to see him play against me. Um, but I do. Yeah. I, I put him. I, I put him back out into the half forward as well. Um, I think that, like again, there were just there were three players that will win a game in their own field. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, and and I think that 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 warrants it as well. So I I don't know what numbers I had him at, but I had the exact same three as you. I said the only change I had was. I had Joe inside for a while and I DJ out. Um, but yeah, hundred percent. Short and sweet. Nice, <laughs> nice and easy. Nice yeah. and easy. Yeah. 
that just tells, like, tells you the caliber of the player we're talking about. Like, I mean, like because when you look at the quality, oh my God, the quality of the forwards we've had in this game for the last fifty years is just incredible. And to think that those three guys that we're, you know, we're, they've got, you know, the nine votes really. Um, I think it just tells you about where they, where where they've been and what they've done in the game over the last twenty years. So um, it's it's uh, fantastic. But as I said, blessed to have. Unfortunately, they broke my heart more so than than. Uh, but yeah. now when you can when you can when you can look back and actually see them, like you know, like you know, even even Joe's point in seventeen to win the match again, Tip, and Henry's one one in the 09 final when you know we nearly we nearly looked like we were gonna we were gonna get across the line that point from hundred yards. And I thought Henry's second half performance in the twelve all Ireland to bring it to a replay was just was just uh, incredible. Can, can I ask a question though? Do you know the way Dale you said there a while ago? We're using the the selector thing. Just on like Henry Shefflin said the forward, I think is fair enough in TJ Reader. But if you had Joe Canning to pick, would any of us pick him at ten? Yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah. There's it. There's it. Look at you could put you could have picked DJ at ten, and yeah, and swap him that, that was way. My thing, you know? Like you know, I just hated seeing Joe close to goal. You know, and, and I know I know later on in his career they moved him out to centre forward and, and middle of the field even. He's such a good hurler, but. I just think you're, you're, you know, you mentioned it there earlier about the odds are thing, but Jesus Christ, when Joy's coming around the edge of the square there, like, you know, he was so myself good and, in the myself, myself, myself and Liam just couldn't give an eye kick any half forward line. We just couldn't, we couldn't get it. Dev enough, Dev enough on us, Dev enough yeah. on us. You know, and a fair yeah. mention to a centre forward and Tony Kelly as well, they wouldn't even mention. Ah, like, yeah, like, that's it. Like, like, and, and you could go one. back, Go back to the Cork three in a row team, the yeah. fellas like Timmy yeah, Crowley, Jeremy McCarthy. You know, the three in a row team in the 70s, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like back to the great tip team as well. Like, you know, fellas there, geez, the Galway, like Joe Cooney, lads. How, I mean, Joe yeah. Cooney's display in the first half in 1990 on Jim Cashman. And, yeah. and, and Cork had still the gumption to leave Jim Cashman, who came out at a great. But that was, that, for me, that we, and we mentioned Joe Kenning's second, uh, second half display in the 12 drawn game, which was unreal. But like Joe Cooney's first half that day, just think, it was a thing of amazement. Like, and as a clear man standing there watching it, I was, I was there like, they'll have to take off Jim Cashman. But good old Cork, uh, backing of their own lads, they, they stuck by their man and he came out and played well. But yeah, there has been some, but I think you said it, Liam, the, the measure of these three guys, they just have to be there. Yeah. No, I Johnny Lahey, Johnny Lahey, Declan yeah. Ryan, Tony Max, Michael Cooney. They were, they were serious oh, half hour unreal, later. Unreal, unreal, yeah, unreal. Like, unreal. Again, in a couple of years, I could ever see breaking into that and moving one of them is Keane Lynch at centre forward. Like, you know, I just think yeah. that in, a, in about five years' time, as you said, there, Limerick will keep doing what they're doing. What he's yeah, done Garot, last Garot year. Garot 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 he was the one guy I toyed with. You could have had an uncle nephew midfield as well, Dale O'Keefe on himself. But could, like, you could. Know, he, he's just one guy. I think that if he keeps producing, oh, yeah. producing he's just a magician. And, and he's Agreed. the only fellow I could ever see breaking into that half hour and then forcing someone to move one of those boys out of there. You know, but uh, yeah. As, Lee, but, as yeah. Liam, as Liam said at the get go, like we could pick a fifteen that I'd say would, yeah. would force a draw yeah. with this fifteen. No, yeah. that's yeah. a fact. Fact. I the DJ full like. I, I don't know whether you having corner full or what. I had him corner, corner as well. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I'm not going to argue with it, but yeah. I just put him full. It's tight. Yeah. I thought he he was another Flanty, a lot yeah. of goalies in the nineties yeah. and, and early two thousands would have liked to see out in yeah. the wing as well. Though you know, yeah. I mean, when yeah. Kerry got that ball, he was nothing else in his his mind. Only a green flag. 
So yeah, you have to have him there. He was class, lads. I, he was a guy that he was one guy like that. I told to my my grandmother's house there one day, and my uncles were showing me their they'd all jerseys inside, like you know, and they'd swapped the jersey. And I think Declan or Mick would have swapped with DJ Carey, and it was the first time ever in my life I thought I was going to steal from my family, like you know what I mean. <laughs> I wanted to whip the jersey and run out the door, like you know, to see like. DJ, it's DJ Jersey, but the point after Hurley in the wing against Clare, I know it's against Clare and Odell, sorry, like, but yeah, still, yeah. Teach, you know, he's, he, what, a, what a hurler, lads. My good God, he was just, oh, Jesus, he was yeah. a guy that I absolutely loved it. But, um, but yeah, I'd had him in the corner. Uh, I, I'm going to get out of your way here because I think this is where the fun could begin between the three of us, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I actually named, I named an ex-manager of mine at full forward um, in JBN, Jimmy Barry Murphy. I just think any all-star team that's been named over the last 50 years cannot go without him being on it in my opinion like I think what he's done as a, a person a hurler a footballer Jesus Christ everything you know he was just an absolute um, an absolute legend of the game you know and uh, we referred to his goal there earlier like you know he was just mm. such a such a guy like and growing up in Cork like whether you were young enough or old enough and I can guarantee you if you go across to everyone's father or grandfather showing them Jimmy Barry Murphy videos you know um, and for me I had I had Jimmy um I had Jimmy named the full forward and uh, I just think listen as I said if you're if you're naming any All Star team in my opinion he'd have to be there. Well, I'll look at I'll rock in behind you because I I picked Jimmy as well. Um, definitely one of the most skillful and gifted players I've ever seen. You know I think he's ten monster ten monster medals which I think is is record equaling. Um, I think to see what he did in hurling and at the same time was able to operate in in the football as well. I mean obviously getting the five hurling All Stars. And two for football, um, you know, and like that goal in that goal in '83, as you said, that John Fenton put in. And like I tell you, he was going into full back lines, and I was going in with no helmet on, and I was saying to myself, "How is this man going to survive?" You know, against that Wexford full back line in the '80s, like there's Hell's Kitchen. My God, they take skins off you. Um, because but his touch was so good, and he was he was so elusive that he was able to he was able to cope with 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 Hurley's flying all around because to me he was he was gifted and no and no helmet on, but I. But, you know, he got the nod. He got the nod for me as well. Um, he needs to be as skillful as he was. But like the the real talent we have here for two places is yeah. is 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 just ridiculous, ridiculously good. So look at I picked him as well, but it's it's close call. You know. Yeah. Well, if two two year picking him is in, so I'll probably say I picked him as well. But <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I'll be honest, Jimmy. I didn't have you in. I'll meet you at the course and come in now, and you can give out to me. <laughs> but uh, I I didn't like I I I kind of picked seven. That I thought were the, were the closest, and I said, "How am I going to get three from seven here?" Like, yeah, you could have, you could have included maybe Joe Kenning and, and shifted around with DJ outside. But the seven I picked, lads, and I tell you the seven, I tell you the seven that I kind of narrowed it down to were and the, the four I left out were uh, Patrick Horgan, uh, oh, he's been an amazing player, absolutely, and still doing it. And hopefully, he gets off with that suspension as well for the Glen. I think and we get to see him again the weekend. Uh, I thought John Mullane was electric for a lot of years. You know, I don't know what is he five all stars, but he was he was a great player, great character. Jimmy, sure, Jimmy, iconic, absolutely iconic guy. You know, <laughs> everyone's hero at my age, anyway. And you know, growing up, Jimmy Barry, JVM, like just a legend, Owen Kelly. And they're the four I left out, lads. And you know, Kelly, for me, yeah. you know, the purity of him. And, and, and ah, just Kel, like, brilliant, brilliant guy as well. You know, a guy great, great time for. And, and the two I went for with DJ were Eddie Kerr. I think just is one of the greats, I think. And I, 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 would, I would have had him there. And the other one ended for growing up and, and, and 
the game got to play against him and I, I didn't even mention Pat Fox here. Oh, yeah, I, was, I was nearly the toughest guy I marked mm. when, I played corner, when I played cornerback. Uh, it was great, great finish. You're a real tough guy as well, you know. You never got anything soft off him. For me, Nicky, Nicky was somebody I thought was, you know, with Babs's team when they came along and I, I saw him playing under 21 as well and, and, and he was a star, I thought. When, you know, he came up with some magic, magic moments and I thought for me, I couldn't leave out Nicky. So I went with Kerr Eddie Kerr and Nicky, either side of DJ. But look, I'm, I know you'll probably differ on that with me, but you're bored with Jimmy at the edge of the square. So I'm not, not going to argue with that either. So a two-year for Jimmy. I, I, for, I for Jimmy as well then, you know, because as I said, I couldn't really separate the seven of them, to be honest. And you could have put Kenning inside as well. You could also put Reed and Shefflin inside, as we all know. And yeah, even yeah. Eddie Brennan's of this world. I mean, geez, like how many great ones are we leaving out here, you know? And, yeah. But... Um, I, I go so DJ and Connor, I, I go with you with Jimmy Full. Okay, and look at it, like it, there's going to be some activity for this final corner then because, you know, and I was looking at, so I was looking, you know, I probably had to tip glasses on initially. Um, and like I, I probably came down, there was three, I was like, I found it really hard to leave Eddie off. Um, I'll be honest with you, I think he was a, he was a legend. Um, mm. But I, but I mean, someone, something has to give. And I probably came down like, you know, Nikki and Nikki and Owen were probably the two that I was going head to head on. But like I wouldn't, I, I wasn't ruling out shape. Like Shamey Callan has done incredible things. Like to me, he yeah. he he didn't get he didn't get horror deer in sixteen, and I think unfairly so. I think he he should have got horror deer in in sixteen. He didn't get it. He got it in nineteen. He got a goal in every game, and I think, you know, I, I think he got was it three six or three nine again again Galway in the semi final and ended up on the losing team. I think it was three six. Uh, they could they simply couldn't handle him. So. But but I, I, I probably side I, I did side with Owen. I gave Owen the nod again. Like, and as you said, Dale, like Nicky, you know, I mean, like he was just that icon in Tipperary Hurling and, and was just incredible. Um, like that inside forward line of Nicky and Pat Fox and, and Bonner, like was was some was some combination coming at you. And, like you know, I think they, they, what they did the late eighties and the early nineties for Tip was just incredible. But I couldn't look beyond Owen. Um, I think his goal against Cork in 2008 when we were sucking for air down in Parky Cueve, um, and he was on, you know, Brian Murphy was one of the best defenders in the game and he managed to get just that inch of space to hang it up in the back of the net. He had the best wrist I've ever seen. Um, his performance in the 2009 All-Ireland when he couldn't train in the mornings, he was getting injections in his back and he went up in, he went up into Jackie Turl and JJ Delaney and, and gave massive leadership. So, look, some of it is probably, you know, there's, there's a heartstrings pull here because we got... Obviously, he was my captain winning that Ireland in 2010. And naturally, I'm going to I'm going to say he's probably going to have a little bit more of an emotional connection to Owen's selection than others. But, you know, I, I appreciate the treacherous condition we find ourselves in when we have Nicky English, Amy Callan, Patrick Horgan, John Mullane, Eddie Kerr, Owen Kelly, uh, all fighting for one position. So I tell you what, there's, there's, you know, you could throw these. There's so many permutations here, but. I, I don't know. Look, as I said, home, home gets my vote, my, my vote, but I appreciate the treachery, um, the, the treacherous selection that we have to try and pick here. And I, like you, Liam, I even, obviously, with the Cork one, it was actually, yeah. for me, out of the ones, like, like, I'm not even going to list the names that you've listed because I'm only going to repeat them. But the two that I finally decided upon were Owen Kelly and Patrick Horgan. Uh, Owen Kelly was one of the most beautiful, stylish hurlers from a young fella. And I'll never forget in 2001, when Tip won the other, it wasn't the one, and we won the minor. We went up the steps into Burlington, like, and we were all young fellas. Like, I was only 16, and next thing, Jesus Christ, Owen Kelly was a god to us, like, because what he'd done that year. And he went up to his bedroom and brought down four or five pairs of shots and gave it to us. 
such an like I was like I, for me like he should have been inside the, the victorious ballroom like and here he's yeah. inside the young fellas with corks handing out shots and geez I still had him you know at home in the mother's house like it was just massive to me you know but even little things like that off the field but like That's I great. played against him I played against him you know one of the biggest moments is the compliment to him. I came on in 12 and Don Lowe got injured in the league quarterfinal. He went for goal from a free and I saved it. And lads, my heart started pounding like that I'd saved the free from Owen Kelly, you know. Like, <laughs> but, but, but like Liam, I suppose heartstrings and friendships and, you know, we alluded to All-Ireland winners winning All-Irelands. When Patrick Horgan decides to hang up his boots, I think his stock is going to go through to another level. You talk about uh, Shamie Callan getting 3 six. We lost Kilkenny in the quarterfinal. The man got three ten. Really beat Kilkenny all on his own. Um, what he can do with the ball and first I've seen in training, he broke my hurley before the Ireland semi final in 2017. I was like, if anybody knows me, my hurleys mean the world to me. Before we played Waterford, he broke it with a penalty. He hit it so hard, you know. Um, and the ball still went in. But uh, like, what that man can't do with a ball, I think when you were, mm. when when Henry Shefton spoke about him, he said he can make a ball talk. Like he's going to become the top scorer in the GA of all time next season. You know, Joe Canning got it this year. I think Hoggy's only a couple of points behind him. And that man, like, you know, we spoke about. And I just looked at it. And the thing I, I put him in, that's I couldn't put TJ Reid or Joe Canning ahead of Patrick Horgan without having Patrick Horgan on the team. They're the three of the greatest forwards I've seen in the last, you know, that are still playing. And, you know, whether Joe plays again is, is up for thing. But but it was, honest to God, like the other one earlier for me between Fat Hartigan and Brian Lone is 51-49. I think two mm. of the most stylish and similar players in ways, uh, Liam. You know, with their wrists and everything like. But yeah. for me, I just went with Hoggy. It's probably the friendship. It's probably the teammate thing. It's mm. it's probably everything. But I can fully appreciate where Owen Kelly and and Nikki and you know are, are coming as well. And and Eddie, I wouldn't have had obviously seen as much of. But for me, I just went with Hoggy because of, as I said, when he's done and his boots are hung up, people and put him up in another pedestal again. I think. Dale, so when I'm getting when I'm giving the casting vote here, Dale. Well, like well, we have DJ, JBM, right? And it's yeah. one one corner, and we're Nikki English, Owen Kelly, and Patrick Horgan. If I can, that's what I'm summing it up. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I can't, I can't know why I have to cast them both. But you're, <laughs> you're, 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 you're for a tip man, you're for a cock man, and I'm a clear man. So is that it? Yeah, yeah. You, you, some element of we're emotionally connected to some of the parties involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, I, I'm, cer- I'm certainly not emotionally connected to any them fellas re- wrecking me wrecking me on the field and wrecking me on the sideline when I was looking in so oh Jesus yeah jeez uh, lads I, I go with English I, I just think English was too big a player for too long not, now how, how long is Kelly and how long is Hoggy shirt is and like the older brigade will shoot us lads for having to pick in an all 50 year team without any care I know you know I know you know but look impossible but if I was to have to be pushed, which of the three of them, I'd have to have English there, I think. Um, Jesus, that's, that's an impossible line to pick, you yeah. know. But um, yeah. yeah, if you're giving me a casting board, I'd go that way. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't have argued with either the two and the, and the two boys. I'm a big fans of, of Kelly and, and of Hoggy. Like, you know, I'm looking for, I'm just hoping to Glenn get him off the weekend so I can tune in to the, to the to the live stream and then and and see how see his his contribution again it'll be immense no doubt yeah, yeah i'd I give it i'd give it to nicky even seeing owen like 38 and he still poked the ball over the yeah, bar yeah yeah like, unreal it's incredible i just love incredible. i just love liam when he was coming on as a sub at the end of the game you know for temporary towards the end of his career like the, the, the stadium announcer and 
on for Tipperary, he'd be hardly through it unless he'd be bursting onto the field. Like, he'd be waiting for his hamstring to blow, you know, he'd be hamstring down. The Tipperary crowd would just yeah. erupt, like, you know, yeah. how he even had a puff of air after it. And he'd be inspecting yeah. it. And by Jesus, he's well able to bind himself. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Even, yeah. even when he was sta- even when he was starting off there, you know, and yeah. it's coming near the end of my days, I might be only crossed over with him maybe for one year. Or I was a soul by save, and maybe and he was coming through. And Jesus, the way he would stand up to some of our boys that had fair old yeah. reputations, he'd be hopping off from left, right, and center. You know, I so. think I think the tackle. Remember the time to tackle Dale when Ali Baker met him and, and Frank at one side, and and he and he actually. Swung up, he let the ball fly off the uh, under on his back and nearly took the head off Ali. Mm-hmm. So I think he, yeah. heard, he made a he made a statement that day to say I'm not going to be pushed on. But look, I think I think um, like any one of them, yeah. you know, Great if job. Patrick Horgan or our own Kelly or Eddie Cater were on this team, I don't think anybody would have a question mark as to their 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 um, their deserving of the role. But the reality is, we have four for one, and if if I'm happy that if Anthony says that. That Nicky was the one that he would pick. I can live with that decision anyway. Um, naturally, as I said, Omar got my pick, but that's you know they all they all can't get on. There's winners and losers, and um, you know if that is the case, there's there's three heavy losers up front, but there's some heavy losers at the back as well, and that's probably the nature of the business. So, Anthony, I don't know have you have you uh, counter? Oh, I, I, I saw no, I saw Huggy play full back once, like so. I could yeah. go all the way back there if we want for about, <laughs> we, we can go back there if we want for about ten minutes if we want, like, but. <laughs> No, I'm the same. And, 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 and Nasser, uh, with your Limerick, with your Limerick connections, now we've no Limerick man, and they're the, now the dominant force in Hurland and great oh, teams cool. back along the '73 team as well. Joe McKenna, did Joe get five five All Stars yeah, in a row as well? And, and I'm the only one. In fairness, you tried for for Kieran. In fairness, so like with Pat Hartigan side full back, I uh, you Sean Finn as well. Cornerback, and I was <laughs> the we're just the field. <laughs> we're just blaming the men from Porto on this that's one. That's right. Control all of me, lads. Okay, that's 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 our that's our team heavily stacked with Kilkenny, but so that's I'd probably I'd been the, the story. Lads, I'd ask the lads to put an asterisk underneath it and say, like, you know, all the names we argued for, like, and then to watch the video to make sure when the team finally goes <laughs> yeah, out, yeah, yeah, when the yeah, team yeah. finally goes out, they'll think there's going to be some right showings for us, like. But, <laughs> Yeah, yeah I got a quick stick, quick mention for quick mention for Sparrow there while Rat is <laughs> <laughs> I meet him at the weekend. 